Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together twice a week to bring you a little peek behind the curtain of what we're chewing on. What is uh, keeping us up at night or encouraging our hearts or uh, challenging us to push further in whatever it is in our lives that, that God's Word is convicting us about. And hopefully it will have a similar effect on you in your day, wherever you're at today. Um, doing dishes, driving, whatever various activities that a human being does while listening to podcasts. Um, but we wanted to encourage you guys with this. So we have with us this week in this episode, Lou Hines. Hello, Lou. Hey, Chris. Welcome. I'm Thanks. I'm so good. Um, you've got the couch, which is probably good because I'm less disciplined than you are. So I would be uh, asleep. <laughs> yeah. I would well, be asleep. <laughs> I feel the pool strongly. <laughs> The cake yeah. is there. Yeah. Um, so you have brought with you a topic. I did. You did. Yeah. Um, I've been chewing on the idea of uh, Sabbath recently, just preparing for a, uh, a sermon that I'm um, given to the youth, filling in for Matt. And uh, yeah, so I thought I'd share some insights during my study time. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. This is obviously not relevant for our culture at all. We've got <laughs> yeah. lots of really good healthy rest, but why for don't you sure. start by kind of laying the foundation of what is Sabbath? Yeah, that's a great question. Um so Sabbath um are that's how we refer to it. The Hebrew word is Shabbat and that's how obviously the um Jewish people still refer to it. Um that is their day, the day of Shabbat. When I went to Israel, we did Shabbat and uh, everything shut down. It was actually really weird. You know, mm-hmm. you make that joke of our culture has a really great day of rest, which is obviously sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just weird being in a culture where, yeah, everything um, stopped and it forced rest. But anyways, so that that is the word Shabbat and it means to cease, to cease from activity, um, to stop and by extension, to rest. And the reason why we make that jump or that extension is you see in Genesis 2-2, that's the first place that we um, see this word used, and it's in relation to God. Mm -hmm. So Genesis 1 and 2, God is doing his creation activity, you know, for six days. And then it says, on the seventh day, he Shabbat, he stopped, he ceased. He got tired. He did. <laughs> he wore yeah. him out. <laughs> right. Um, the the interesting thing is, is that he, you know, when we talk about holiness, when we're talking about setting something apart, that's what it means for something to be holy, to be set mm-hmm. apart. It's not just to be set apart to like make a distinction. It's for a purpose. And so, yeah, you make the, you know, the, um, the joke, God got tired. Obviously, we know that God didn't get tired, but actually he was setting that day apart for the purpose, the purpose of rest. Mm-hmm. And to instill um, for us an example of what that seventh day would look like. Right. Because yeah. Christ says in the New Testament, he's arguing with the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. He says, Sabbath was made for man, not man for right. the Sabbath. Yep. Exactly. It is for the good of mankind. And and we've already kind of touched on this, but yeah, the culture that we have in the West doesn't value that. And um, and it can make it hard to practice that, um, that day of rest here. But 
you know, one of the things that I want to talk about was continuing back to that Genesis 2-2 passage. And um, as I was thinking about it and I've read about this, one of the interesting insights that I found was when you look at the, the, um, the, the creation order, you have mankind created on the sixth day, mm-hmm. right? The seventh day is a day of rest. Um, so what I find interesting is that m- the first full day that man had was a day of rest with their creator. Wow. Which to me is kind of profound. Mm-hmm. Um, because they well, show up and he's like, well, that was a lot of work. I think <laughs> <laughs> you just got here, Carl. <laughs> is Carl God? Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> or is that Adam? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like when you get that coworker that shows up and is already worn out. And if God is Carl, does that make Adam Carl's junior? <laughs> oh, oh no we just stumbled on some illuminati stuff <laughs> um, so Andy, the first day you'd think like you show up let's get to it right like you are just formed yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should be the freshest you're ever going to be right <laughs> and, and yeah. god's like take the day off right and i think that that has some just important practical implications for who we are, like what we do, what we find identity and what's like truly important. So obviously God gave us work to do. I mean, we see that and um, uh, to be sure, but that is not primarily what identifies us or marks us as um, human, Mm -hmm. Um, where we find our identity and worth. It's actually, I I think um, in our relationship to God. That first full day they had was one of rest and one where I believe that they spent time with the Father, simply being with him. And as we go, as we apply this back to our culture, our culture has a hard time resting. I think that we do find a lot of our value and worth in what we produce mm-hmm. and and um, I think that we can uh, idolize work. Because work is fun. Work is enjoyable. At least it should be. And obviously there's thorns and thistles Right. But yeah. Um, at the same time, uh, I think it shows us also what is important to God mm-hmm. that God wants us to relate to Him, not on the basis of works or what we do for Him, but simply by being with Him. Yeah. Very interesting. Which then I think is what comes back to the, the purpose of the the day of rest um eugene peterson called it a day of to pray and to play Mm -hmm. i think those are really good because i think those are like really good like kind of like fences or boundaries um if you want to practice a day of sabbath because i think it requires wisdom and discernment for what it looks like for each individual person Mm -hmm. i don't think um, any other day is regarded as more holy. And so, you know, you might practice like a Sabbath on a Friday or a Sunday. Like, obviously I don't do that because I, um, you know, I'm a worship pastor, like right. I'm working on Sunday. So usually we do it on Saturday, but for me, it's just been really helpful to focus on, okay, I'm going to make um, concentrated, intentional time to be with the Lord, whether in prayer or in his word or whatever. And then 
simply play with my kids, like on the ground doing Legos or board games or spending quality time with my wife, going on a walk, going to the park or whatever, but just enjoying time of relationship Mm -hmm. um, and, and setting aside all the tasks and the things to do. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I appreciate the, the allusion and distinction you made uh, pertaining to the image of God, the, the way and purpose we were made for, Mm -hmm. because we are so quick to, um, to at least practically speaking, live as though what we produce is of the highest purpose in our identity. Mm -hmm. And so we, so one might say, well, man is made in the image of God purely by how he rules mm-hmm. as an as a, an ambassador, mm-hmm. a representative of God. But you're pointing to, um, actually, let's look at relationship as mm-hmm. one of the key markers of what makes us human and how do we interact with God yeah. that way. And by spending that time in relationship with your family, you're reflecting mm-hmm. one of the main ways that God has made us to yeah. To reflect him as yeah. a relational being. Yeah. And I think that that part of um, working with God is important. I think that is part of like the image of God, right. you know, and God gave us tasks to do. Um, but our work is supposed to be born out of our rest, out of our relationship. You know, I can't remember where it is in which gospel account, but you know, Jesus tells this parable of the people who do miraculous works mm-hmm. in his name. And then they come to him at the end and he says, depart from me. I never knew you. So the idea is that we could do a lot of stuff yeah, for God, for Jesus and think we're in the clear, but he didn't know them. And I'd be willing to bet that that's like on a relational sense. And um, yeah. So, and what does he say? is a product of not knowing him. He says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity or workers of lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the validity and reception of the mm-hmm. works that they did mm-hmm. and, and the worship, I guess you could call it mm-hmm. was directly connected to, yeah. do we have a relationship? Do we know each other yeah. intimately? Because you're right, they they would have had come with a log <laughs> and saying, "Well, on this day I did these things," and he's like, yep. "That wasn't for me, right?" Because we don't know each other, right? Yeah, so I I don't know. It it's encouraging in in one sense, um, but also just like a reminder, you know, um, that God desires relationship. I should be seeking after Him, delighting in Him, and and so, anyways, my wife and I and our family, we've been trying to to. Uh, make this like a habitual thing for a while now, but um, uh, I've been reminded of the importance of uh, the Sabbath day for for me and my family just by studying it and getting ready to to preach on it. So um, my hope is that it would encourage somebody else out there maybe to reevaluate what their weekly practice looks like mm-hmm. and consequently their relationship to God. Yeah. So, yeah. So just maybe two or three practical pieces, you know, mm-hmm. you talked about going on walks with your wife playing on a uh, floor with Legos. Is there anything else that somebody could go that I can do? Yeah. Like I, I could start there. Yeah. I think this is where it requires wisdom and discernment mm-hmm. and to not be legalistic about it because what is play for me may not be play for you. So for example, you know, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it requires uh, emotional energy expenditure to be with um, people or, you know, in high sensory environments. And so um, I would prefer like my definition of play is like read a book Mm -hmm. or play a board game or go on a walk out in nature where for an extrovert, that might actually be kind of draining. Right. So maybe you gather with other extroverts and you you go to a movie or you go to a, I don't know, a concert or um, play frisbee golf out in the in the park. Um, but it just requires, uh, like I said, discernment to think, okay, how, what energizes me? What is play for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there could be like common things like maybe you take a nap, maybe you sleep in, um, certainly think you make an intentional time to spend with God. But even then, I think it could be open up to, hey, what does that look like journaling for you? Does that look like praying? Does that look like sitting in silence or meditating on scripture or memorizing scripture or reading Romans five times? You know, like that just looks different for everybody. Um, And what me my wife and I have found is it's taken a lot of experimentation Mm -hmm. and you know, after the day is done, you're like, well, how did that go? Did we feel good about that? Or, and sometimes you're like, yeah, we're not going to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Other times like, yeah, that worked really well. So just trying things out, but just, I think it's good to go in with that intentionality of to pray and to play, Mm -hmm. um, to enjoy God's creation and people and then um, to make an intentional, concentrated effort to be with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think remembering too, that part of the f- function of that is, is the reminder that, that we could be working today. Yeah. Um, we could be getting into a better financial spot or getting the house, you know, mm-hmm. up to snuff or whatever it is in your mind that fits that category. Right. But instead you're choosing to say, I'm going to depend on the Lord today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, what's that saying? Do what others won't so that you can be where others won't <laughs> go where others can't, something like that. Sure. You know, the hus- hustle culture thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, if I'm not working, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. But it really does foster, especially for those types who are like that, Yeah. Um, who have a lot of guilt around idle time or, yep. or the such. It yep. says, no, no, I, I'm going to will myself in a position and submission to the spirit to remember that I'm dependent on him mm-hmm. and all these things. And so I am going to play with my kids yeah. where I'd rather be working right. to make that extra buck or whatever. So, right. yeah, I think that's all great. Well, and if it's any encouragement when I, so I am like that. I, I like having things to do. When I first started doing this Sabbath, I was actually depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. You're doing it right if you're yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah. And it was just because like, it was almost like kind of like a detox. Um, and so learning for me, um, learning how to play yeah. <laughs> again, how to play with Legos <laughs> sounds like a weird thing, but learning how to play again and, to, um, you know, whether that's with my kids or like I said, going to walk with my wife, whatever it, it, it took effort, but we were convinced and convicted of the necessity. And I don't want to make it a legalistic thing, but I do think it is for our benefit that yeah. Sabbath was created for man, um, for his benefit. So anyway, yeah. What do you got? I love it. Cool. Well, listener, wherever you're at, stop it. <laughs> stop. Shabbat. Shabbat. <laughs> stop what you're doing. Um, unless you're on the freeway or whatever. 
go home first, then stop. No, but think, consider how, what in your life uh, has fallen out of balance and how you haven't built in a time of just stopping, slowing down, appreciating God, being relational, seeking to reflect the ways that God has made you to function better. Consider that. Pray about it. Search God's word um, and uh, invite your family and friends into it too. This isn't a thing that you have to do in isolation. You don't have to find some cave in the desert somewhere and stare at a wall, but um, a, a very valuable, beneficial thing. And I think it draws our eyes upward, which anything that does that is worth considering implementing in your own life. So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Lou, thanks for coming along. Thanks for having me. Chris. Shabbat. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> and uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week, so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples. 